Welcome to the Embracing You podcast with your host, Eric Pothen. We are all on our own unique journey to discovering ourselves. Each episode, I will help you navigate the journey within to reconnect with and discover the innate love you have for yourself. This podcast will cover topics from self-love to eating disorders and body image to mental health and to overall well-being. My goal is to help you honor and embrace yourself so you may live your most authentic life. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Embracing You podcast. Um, I am currently up north on a family vacation, and I am just sneaking away here for a short amount of time um, for my family to record this episode for you all. Um, So, last episode, we focused on vulnerability, a practice that requires strength, courage, and honesty. We're going to keep the ball rolling here today by talking about another practice that I think will be essential for us to take our own journey within, surrendering. Now, I actually wanted to cover both vulnerability and surrendering in the last episode, but I found myself in quite a conundrum. I wanted to talk about how you need to be vulnerable first in order to surrender to the moment. But then I thought, well, wait a second here. You also need to be able to surrender to the moment in order to be vulnerable. It was like a what came first, the chicken or the egg moment. I couldn't tell you the amount of time I spent thinking about this and talking to friends about what they thought about this. We all came to the same conclusion, that the two really go hand in hand and that you can't have one without the other. Before I go any further, let's take some time together to define what surrendering is. Now, when we look at the term surrendering, I want to make it known that we are looking at it through a mindfulness and spiritual lens. In our society, surrender is synonymous to giving up but it's not as literal as we might initially think. I found this definition of surrender in a meditation magazine, and I love how this practice is approached. This magazine defines surrender as letting go of the worries, the physical hold our problems have on us, and our high expectations in exchange for doing our best effort in trusting the process of life itself. One thing that I particularly like about this definition is that it asks the individual to surrender to life itself, not another individual. Now, this is not the only definition or take on surrendering. Just like my last episode on vulnerability, I wanted to hear from you on how you would define surrendering. One person defines surrendering as letting go and trusting in a higher source, whether it be the universe, God, or the divine. Another person defines surrendering as letting go, letting it flow. And lastly, one more definition of surrendering that someone shared with me is as follows. Letting go of control while hoping, not knowing, that things will turn out for the best. First of all, thank you to those that had responded to those questions I put out there on social media. I'm a strong believer in the idea that our peers can be some of our greatest teachers. Secondly, These are incredibly beautiful definitions, and they can bring about a couple of other beautiful elements of surrendering. As you heard, some people define surrendering as releasing oneself to another person or source, while others talk about surrendering through a lens of letting self-control go and letting things flow and unfold organically. 
As we move forward with the episode of this podcast, I want to make it known that the definition of surrendering that I use is not the correct or right definition. I deeply honor everyone in how they identify through religion and or spirituality. We are all entitled to our own belief system, and I really want to make sure that I am creating a safe space for all of us to come together free of judgment from others. However, I do believe that no matter the belief system, that the actual practice of the concept remains the same for us all. We are releasing ourselves in order to open ourselves up to life or a higher power. We are releasing control over the present moment and letting ourselves go. Releasing control can be incredibly challenging, especially if you have a strong desire to always have control over the present moment. This has been something that has been incredibly challenging for me in the past and even right now. For me, having control always provides certainty. However, I believe that we can sometimes compromise ourselves when we try to take control of the moment. And sometimes this means we act against our values, our beliefs, and our character. It's almost as if we can lose ourselves in the moment because we care so much about being able to control the outcome. We set the expectation that being in control will always produce the desired outcome. And sometimes this doesn't happen. And it creates distress, disappointment, sadness, anger. The list goes on. Now, I don't want to dig too much deeper into expectations because that will be another episode that we cover, but I just wanted to start to paint a picture for you about how expectations can truly hold us back. Take a moment to think about the last time you tried to control a situation. And you taking control of the situation or moment didn't result in the way that you wanted. How did you feel? What emotions did you experience? The human mind has been conditioned to make sense of everything that enters it. It tries to connect the dots when sometimes the dots aren't meant to be connected. I make this analogy to try and create an image when it comes to surrendering. Let's pretend that you're anxious because you are going to be going to a gathering in which you do not know many people. You begin to create stories in your mind about how terrible the gathering is going to be because you won't know anybody. You worry that your social anxiety will flare up and get in the way of you being able to connect and converse with others that will be there. You even consider not going to the gathering because you don't want to put yourself through that anxiety. Let's pause here and think about the narrative that's going on. Is the inner dialogue that we are having setting us up for success or for failure? Of what service is this mindset giving us? In my opinion, mindset is everything. By allowing yourself to create this narrative, you are placing yourself into a box that will set you up for failure. The fear and worry of what could happen is holding you back from going into the experience with an open mind. We are at the perfect place in our story where we are presented with the option to either choose not to go to the gathering to go to the gathering with the closed mindset of us being miserable during it, or to go to the gathering and surrender to the unknown of how it might go and what could happen during our time there. Let's talk about the potential outcomes of each of these options. 
If we choose not to go to the gathering, we let the fear that our mind created win. And that doesn't serve our higher purpose. If we choose to go to the gathering with the mindset of it not going well, we put ourselves in the position that that will most likely happen. It's almost like the self-fulfilling prophecy. What we believe will come true will. And in this instance, I'd like to call it self-sabotaging. Now, the last option we have is to go to the gathering and surrender to the unknown of how it might go and what could happen during our time there. Of course, this is the most challenging option of the three, but it's also the option that will allow for the most amount of growth. Now, you'll hear me say this probably a thousand times on this podcast, but oh well, and that is that growth takes place outside of our comfort zone. And in this instance, we are stepping outside of our comfort zone by allowing ourselves to step into a space of uncertainty. The human mind doesn't like uncertainty, and if I can be honest, especially my mind. An important thing to remember is that choosing to step into uncertainty requires strength and courage. It requires us to let go of the worries, the physical hold our problems have on us, and the high expectations in exchange for doing our best effort and trusting in the process of life itself. When we can release the expectations that our mind creates around people, things, events, etc., we allow our mind to remain open to the present moment and allow what is meant to be, to be. And when we can approach life in the present moment with an open mind, we are able to live life a little freer and can eliminate a lot of the pressure we put ourselves to be in control. Choosing to be open to the present moment and letting go of control is definitely challenging. And this brings me back to a point I made at the beginning of this episode. That with surrendering comes vulnerability. And when we choose to surrender and lose ourselves in the moment, we open our hearts and our mind to what lies deeper than the thoughts and fears that our minds have actually created. When we venture into the unknown, we release the holds our mind have on us. In these moments of the unknown, we may be confronted with things that require us to dig deeper than just surface level. And when we dig deeper, we need to be able to be vulnerable with ourselves. Because what we uncover may evoke some strong emotions or responses. And when we can learn to approach these moments with an open mind, we can respond to them from a more grounded state with love. It is how we respond in these moments of surrendering and vulnerability that have the ability to transform ourselves as humans. And in these moments, we have two options. We can either choose to shut down and ignore the discomforts or choose to be present in the moment, face the discomfort and lean into the uncertainty. As easy as it is to avoid the discomfort, I'm here to tell you that ignoring discomfort will not allow you to grow. Because once again, growth occurs outside of our comfort zone. So 
I challenge you to lean into the unknown a little more, as hard as it might be. Just like with vulnerability, learning to surrender to the present moment is a practice. There will be moments where you are successful with it, and there will most likely be moments where it might be a challenge for you. And that's okay, because that's why it's called a practice. And in order to get better at a skill, you need to practice it. You won't become an expert at it overnight. And be open to failures as you practice. Surrendering to the present moment is going to be an essential skill for us as we continue this journey within. But what will surrendering do for us as humans? Surrendering allows us to free space in our minds. Surrendering allows us to see the present moment a little more clearly. Surrendering allows us to challenge all of the overthinking our minds do and build and strengthen new neural pathways that will serve us better. When we choose to be open to the present moment and approach it with an open mind, we eliminate any judgment and any expectations we may have. For me, surrendering to the present moment can be incredibly scary. But in the moments that I choose to surrender, I never regret the decision. Surrendering has made me appreciate the little things in life more. And it's made me realize how controlling is my default. And it's helped me pinpoint areas of growth. I found that surrendering also allows me to give my energy elsewhere in life. I'm a firm believer that awareness is key. And once we can realize and notice our patterns and habits, we can actively take steps to create change. When you experience discomforts, how do you typically respond? Are these responses habitual for you? And does it bring any awareness around potential areas of growth? I want to make a point here in that you don't have to be feeling discomfort in order to surrender. Surrendering can be a way of life and beautiful approach to going about your days. I challenge you to start each day with gratitude and an open heart. How we start our days and the narratives we create within the first couple of minutes of waking up for the day are such pivotal moments. This now is a narrative that I've been guilty of telling myself shortly after waking up. Oh my gosh, I am so tired today. I have a lot I need to get done and I am just not in the mood to work or be social. I'm crabby and today is going to be a terrible day. Now, rather, I can shift that narrative and instead say, yes, I'm tired, but I'm going to make the most of today. I might not be my best self, but I'm going to try my best to surrender to the present moment. I release any expectations I have placed upon myself and others and will release the need to be in control of what happens today. Now, I know the second narrative might be a stretch, but just think about the difference between the two and the potential effects each one may have on your day. As you wrap up our time here together, I want to remind you all that you have the strength and courage within 
to be vulnerable and that you also have the strength and courage within to surrender each and every day. Releasing the need to be in control will be challenging, but I know you have the ability to challenge and override this desire to control. It is also my hope that you will notice a shift within and in the way you go about your days when you begin to practice these two things. Embracing yourself will require you to be vulnerable with yourself, and it will require you to surrender to the journey we are about to take together. I am incredibly excited and honored to be in this space with you and cannot wait to keep learning and growing with you. Until next time, continue to be gentle, love yourself for who you are and what you bring to this world. And most importantly, remind yourself each and every day of your innate strength and resiliency because you are beautiful. Much love.